In today's show, we've got news about the new Kim Possible live-action movie, Christmas Religious Schedule for Disney, mm-hmm. Epcot boating hours are changing, meetups, and so much more, all in today's Disney A Parks A Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Hey, buddy. Hello. All righty. So, um, you got any big Disney plans this weekend? Oh, are we go- we're going to the New Wolfgang, I think, Saturday. I think we are. Yeah. Saturday, we're going to Wolfgang. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what time off the top of my head, but that's going to be fun. That yeah. place is great, too. Yeah. We were there the other day. Have you been there yet? Yes. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Really, really good. Like, the pasta there is to die for. Yeah. So, the cocktails are nice. So, I'm looking forward to that. That'll be fun. That's that's kind of what we're doing this weekend. <laughs> we don't have any big Disney plans. Yeah, that's about it for me. Yeah. We're coming closer to the holidays, man. We, mm. We'll probably do that and probably go to a park or something if, if our passes are still good. Because we need to go see Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam. Haven't seen that yet. Well, I'll go with you. All right. You have to ask me twice. We'll look into it. We'll make it happen. <laughs> because I love that parking lot. <laughs> you are lying. Is it still a mess? It is. It. I can't say the words on this podcast. You did on one of the podcasts tonight. <laughs> I'm going to say this. It's not fun. It's not entertaining. It's a mess. It's a rotten, disgusting mess. Can you can you park a tram in? Yes, but the tram is so far from the entrance. I don't know what the point Seriously? is. Seriously? Yeah. Have they taken the tram out of the tram? Well, the tram, the whole tram loop is closed, and then the area behind that is closed. Yeah, so the tram loop is closed. Remember the old overflow yeah. handicap? That's that's closed. So the handicap is behind that now. Oh, my gosh. And then the tram is, like, off to the side or something. It, it's a mess. It's a mess. The best way to get there is by boat, but now the line for the boat it's is ridiculous. ridiculously stupid because everybody's doing the same thing. Right. So I think the best thing to do just – Parachute. No, park it like Disney Springs and then just uh, take a minivan. Or Uber. Yeah, because they have the closest spots to the entrance. Gotcha. Closer than the buses because the buses are a mile and a half from the entrance now. So it's not until this is – and traffic is just like they have cars going over lanes, over people, over – it's just – Getting out at night is a is a mess. Even yeah. though they have the new entrances, it's just not very it'll, pleasant. It'll take a while to get all that stuff sorted out. Yeah. Hey, hey, pretty soon you're gonna be able to ride the uh, gondola. Yeah. As soon as the as soon as the I I so if you're looking at the gondola station, I think to the right of that is going to be the bus loop, mm-hmm. and that'll be pretty close. That'll be a very short walk. Yeah. Uh, which will be nice. I'm not sure where the tram is going. They're saying it's going back in the same place. I don't know. I can't see it not. Yeah, I can't see it not either. And I don't know about the, the, the handicap and the overflow, where that's going either. So Hard to say. Yeah. Hard to say. But I'll go with you. All right. I'll tough it out. Fair enough. Mm. 
take one for the team. I'll take one for the team. All right. I'll take one for prep and landing. While everybody else is suffering under blistering snowstorms, we'll put on our flip-flops and our T-shirts, and we'll go down there and (laughs) suffer for the Disneys. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, uh, if we don't have anything else, my friend, why don't we get into... (gasps) The The News. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. Hey, you know what we really needed? You know, we've got Avengers coming out. Mm -hmm. The trailer dropped for Avengers Endgame. Right. You know, we've got, got, you know, new Disney movies coming out. Star Wars coming out. You know what we really needed? A live-action Kim Possible movie. Nice. A Kim Possible. Right. Disney Channel's live-action Kim Mm -hmm. Possible movie now has a premiere date and a trailer. Call. To pack the movie up in and take it away? Call everybody you know. The new live-action Kim Possible movie officially has a premiere date. Plan your viewing parties for February 15th of 2019, 8 p.m. This must be on TV. Mm. Thank God. And get your punny-themed snacks ready. Kim Possible uh, stars Sadie Stanley as Kim and Sean Giambroni uh, from the Goldbergs as Ron Stoppable. Kim Stoppable? Is it Kim Possible? Mm -hmm. And will even feature a cameo by the voice of the original Kim Possible, Christy Carlson Romano. Is she married to uh, Ray Romano? No, I think that's a... Stage name? uh, Yeah. I don't think any relation. Okay. Uh, it's mission time. Tune into Kim Possible on the Disney Channel and Disney Now on February 15th, 2019 at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And be sure to stay tuned after the movie's premiere for a look at a new eight-part miniseries wow. called Fast Lane, L-A-Y-N-E. Ooh. I don't know who Lane is, but this person is fast. Ooh. Kim Possible. They want to get the millennials all hooked up on binge watching. <sighs> yeah, I got to get that happening. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I mean, I know this is, we're sidetracking a little bit. How many, I don't know how many stories you got this, but uh, so they canceled, they canceled Iron Fist, which, duh. They canceled Luke Cage on Netflix, which okay. didn't make sense mm-hmm. to me. They canceled Daredevil. Oh, wow. What's different about the Daredevil canceling mm. is in the press release, they said that Marvel has plans for uh, Daredevil mm. in other forms. So I'm wondering if... Daredevil movie? Daredevil movie or Daredevil mm. in some other form or fashion, uh, because that show was awesome. That show's third season was equally as good, if not better, than the other two seasons. It well, was great. Marvel dares to be different. Yeah, so we'll see what see happens. What but uh yeah, yes. You devil you. All right. <laughs> next. All right, hey, we have some great meetups coming up. Uh let's start with uh, January 12th. Uh 2 p.m. we're going to PB&G. Yeah. You may have to bring a sweater. Maybe a little it might be a, a nip a, a bit yeah, n- maybe uh, chilly. a little chilly. Yeah. Uh we're hoping I have to make contact. I I totally forgot about this when I was there. You goofball. Yeah. Don't say uh, it. We have to make contact with this person, and then we may have a really nice special guest. We have to get a confirmation from this one yeah. person specifically. Yeah. But he's a friend of ours. He's a friend of the show, and uh, we might get him there live. But yeah. if we get this guy, you'll be holy shnikes will you be excited. Yeah, you'll be very excited. Uh, then on February 23rd at 2 p.m., we're heading over to the Electric Umbrella. 
electric umbrella. I was thinking about the electric, the electric slide. Oh. Electric umbrella. This will be over in Epcot. Yep. And then on March 16th at 1 p.m. Finally. Just to change it up, uh, we're going to the Impolite Pig. The Impolite Pig? Those people are great. Hardworking people over there. So that's what we got the uh, first three months out of the gate. We're going to, I don't know, we may post, should we post the whole schedule, you think? We did it last year. Did we? Yeah. Yeah, I'll take care of it. Okay. <coughs> we'll post the whole thing on the uh, website. Blog. Yeah. Website yeah. thing. Yeah. You were and, supposed to post them on Facebook. I've got the images. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't do that yet either. I'll get to that this week. Wait, it's not like I've yeah. been busy. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh so that's it. Uh, don't forget that uh, you should share the show and also uh, make sure that if you want to listen to the show, you can do it on your uh, your uh, Amazon device, your Google device. Uh, I don't know. Somebody said you could even do it on Siri. I'll have to try that one out. But uh, I know the other two work. So if you want to do that while you're cleaning or doing the dishes or cooking, great place uh, and time to listen to the show. Yep. Uh, don't forget to visit our store over at DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash shop for uh, – we have T-shirts and we have other things there. Mugs, hats, Mugs, hats cups, tumblers. Cups, tumblers. Um, All make great Christmas gifts. Yep. Uh, I would also say go over to DisneyByTheNumbers.com. I have a leftover Thanksgiving and Christmas shirts in uh, some various small sizes. Um, <laughs> if you're an extended size person, you're mm, out of luck. You're right but out if of luck. You need a Christmas gift for somebody that's small, that's small or medium or even extra large. I think I have a couple of those. Uh, go check them out. You can get one of these or the Thanksgiving shirt, and that's it. Excellent. All right, uh, John. Do you go to church on Christmas Eve, like the the midnight mass or? Uh, I have been known to frequent a uh, a house of worship on Christmas Eve. Oh, yes. Okay. okay. I always thought it would be interesting if Disney if Disney has these religious services, but if like they had the characters. I knew you were going there. <laughs> Just God strike you know, him down with the laser like, bolts. Uh, you know, altar boys or something like Chip and Dale is altar boys or. <laughs> Maybe Mickey doing the service. <laughs> no? Okay. I'm not touching that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I can't touch that one, buddy. <laughs> so uh, Disney released their Christmas Day religious uh, services schedule. Uh, Walt Disney World uh, guests visiting and wishing to attend Mass on Christmas Day have several options available at Disney's Contemporary Resort. On December 25th, three services will be held at Contemporary Fantasia. Uh, ballroom, and the list is this: bright and early, eight a.m. Right. Wake up your family from vacation. Only good Catholics can do this, and you get to go to Catholic service. <laughs> sorry, I beat you to the joke. I'm sorry. Then at nine fifteen a.m., you can get a little Protestant service. Lousy Protestants. Yeah, and then at ten thirty a.m. You get another round of the Catholic service. Batting cleanup. Yeah. Uh, these services are free. Uh, I don't know anybody that charges to go to church. Do you? I'm not touching that one either. <laughs> Good God, I've got jokes. <laughs> Pretty much uh, both of these places. 
<laughs> My question is, you know, when you go to church, uh-huh. you go, uh-huh. and the guy comes up and he makes his announcements, uh-huh. sings some songs, right. do do a sermon, mm-hmm. he pray. What's the next thing that every church does? Uh, collect money. Yes. Do they do that at Disney? Where I does it go? Know. I would be fascinated <laughs> to find out if they did, and I would be fascinated to know where that money goes. Yeah. The kids of the world. Bob Iger needs a... <laughs> That's how we pay Bob Iger's funds. <laughs> you know how we used to do it? Yeah. We used to take the money and throw it up in the air. Whatever stayed up there, God kept. Whatever <laughs> hit the ground, we kept. <laughs> All right. So due to the anticipated holiday crowds throughout the Walt Disney World, uh, Park Ante Contemporary will not, not be allowed for those that are going to the resort for mass. It is only for guests staying at the Contemporary or Bay Lake. Those staying in the Seven Seas Lagoon area should take a bus, boat, monorail, or walk to Disney's Contemporary Resort. I could always parachute in. Yep. Guests staying elsewhere should plan to make use of Disney transportation, bus, or plan to park their vehicle at the Magic Kingdom parking lot, TTC, and use the resort monorail uh, to reach the contemporary, or even the boat, and then take uh, a little stroll over. So, good luck with that, folks. Enjoy, guys. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Thank Christmas. you, Disney. I'm shocked that they do that, to be honest with you. I am so incredibly shocked I, that they do that. I'm not shocked. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I guess they. it's nice that they do. It's great that they do it. It's great that they do the candlelight processional. It's great that they do mm. the candlelight service over at Disneyland. But Disney's, how they operate runs kind of counter to some of the tenets of Christianity, but that's mm. just me. What do I know? Yeah. Hey, speaking of, Epcot Boat Service uh, operating hours are going to be uh, under restriction. Let's mm. see. Boat Service operating under hours restriction. Uh, contrary to prior resorts or reports, uh, water launch services to Epcot's rear entrance has not been halted entirely. Rather, it's operating under an hour's restriction to facilitate nearby construction work. Mm-hmm. International Gateway construction walls with boat dock visible on the right and Skyliner Station on the left, you can see, if you find that picture, Disney's original plans to temporarily interrupt friendship boat service to Epcot's International Gateway uh, Park entrance has once again been modified. The boat dock at the International Gateway will now remain open until 9.30 p.m. each night while work is being done on the nearby Disney Skyliner Station and suspension cables. Thus, friendship boat surface to and from International Gateway Dock will operate as normal until 9.30 p.m., offering guests a convenient transportation option to travel between Epcot, Hollywood Studios, and the rest of the Crescent Lake uh, resorts, including Disney's Boardwalk Inn and Villas, Disney's Yacht and Beach Club, and the Swan and Dolphin Resort. Uh, Foot traffic at the International Gateway entrance is not affected. Mm-hmm. Previously, so they don't mind dropping a cable on you, but they do mind dropping it on a boat. Well, that's a lot of damage that could be done there. <laughs> you know, if you drop a cable on you, they'll give you a churro and tell you sorry. 
Previously, it's been announced that the friendship boats would not be able to service the International Gateway when the Skyliner cables were being installed in that area. Guests planning on using the friendship boat service should be advised to check with Disney cast members and resort staff to confirm the hours of daily operation. It is not known at this time how long the 9.30 p.m. curfew will remain in effect for friendship boat service from the International Gateway dock. But know this, the park closes at 9.30 Because of the show. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you want to see the park close, kind of on your own. Yeah. Uh, and just just be smart. Ask questions. We were asking about this when we when they were talking about construction at Epcot. We asked the question, how, what are they going to do with the boat service? Mm. How are they going to do with people? Yeah. You know, still a lot of questions. But, hey, Disney's making the best of it. Yeah. Uh, are, they running, are they running buses from Epcot to the Epcot resorts yet? Uh, I'm not sure. I haven't checked. I wasn't at the front of the park. They should. They should. They probably will if they're going to curfew the boat service. Yeah. I, I mean, all right, so from Boardwalk and Yacht and Beach, it's really not a far walk. But there are certain people that can't make the walk. I, I get that. So, you know, you yeah. need to take a boat. You know, Grandma can't walk it or whatever. No. So I, I get it. I totally get yeah. that. Uh, all right. Uh, or if you're coming from the studios, it's a long walk to Epcot. It it uh, is a bit of a haul. Yeah. I've done it. All right. So D- DVC is going like gangbusters, John. Uh, they made the seventh declaration, which adds more DVC inventory at Copper Creek. So for the seventh time since sales began on March 2017, uh, Disney has declared more villas for the Disney Vacation Club inventory at Copper Creek cabins at Disney's Wilderness Lodge. Oh, I fell asleep trying to say that name. Uh, <laughs> Not a fan, are you? It's a long name. On uh, November 15, 2018, Disney declared five more residential units containing 19 vacation homes, which include four lakefront cabins, one dedicated two-bedroom villa, and a f- and 14 dedicated studios. One of the dedicated suits in the alternate configuration, which includes a separate living room area as part of the studio. Hmm. The villa and the studios are located on the first floor of the DVC wing of the Wilderness Lodge. The latest decoration accounts for 214,000, yeah, 214,000, if I can talk to you. Numbers. <laughs> your friend. And I'm thinning by the number. Uh, 214,145 points, bringing the number of declared points at Copper Creek to 2,675,999 points, or 80.6 of the resort's total points. This means that at any given use day, uh, DVC members can book up to 80% of Copper Creek's vacation homes using their points. There are only about 646,000 points still undeclared at Copper Creek. So far, Disney has declared 142 of Copper Creek's 184 vacation homes by definition. Each cabin, grand villa, dedicated studio, dedicated two-bedroom, and lock-off two-bedrooms is considered to be a single vacation home. The numbers of the declared and still undeclared accommodations are as follows. Cabins, 22 declared, 4 not declared. Grand Villas, 3 declared, 
and one undeclared. That means there's only going to be four grand villains. I know, right? That just does not seem like enough. It's crazy. Uh, dedicated two-bedroom villas, 47 declared, nine not. Lock-off two-bedroom, 29 declared, seven not. Dedicated one-bedroom villas, 17 declared, three not. And dedicated studios, 24 declared, 18 not. Including... Uh, included in the declaration accommodations are six studios with the larger alternate configuration that includes a living room area. Five of the alternate uh, studios are part of the two-bedroom lock walls. The alternate studio uh, that are part of the latest declaration of the first declaration alternate alternate uh, studio, meaning it's not attached to another villa. It appears... You know, everybody that's not a DVC fan is going, I don't know, WTF he is saying. Uh, It appears that the Copper Creek first floor will comprise mainly of dedicated studios. The seventh declaration also reveals part of the fourth, uh, part of the first floor, but the 14th and 15th vacation homes will face the Copper uh, Springs pool. Uh, it is likely that vacation homes on the first floor will be facing Boulder Ridge Pool will have the same layout resulting in the first floor, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we could probably end it there. We don't need to go on. But I will, sa- I will say this. Uh, talk about the uh, Grand Destino for a second. Yeah. In the image, there's that round part at the end. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a tower sits at the end of that building. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, Everybody's predicting that that will be all studios from top to bottom. They'll kind of be like pies hmm. in that as a kind of a wedge-shaped oh, cool. uh, room in those spaces. And when they come together and the kids act up, get in the corner of the building. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hmm. So well, That's amazing. So so they got seventh declaration. How many declarations yeah. can they have? Until they're done with all the what's remaining left in the inventory. Oh, okay. So they, yeah. they're building... They're building X, and, they and built, every deck yeah, they, they built, built an X. E- either it's hotel or it's DVC, and then they make another declaration and take a little gotcha scrape of the pie. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Uh, guess what, kids? Just when you thought you had everything down about the moonlight magic, no, 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 no. There's some Nay-nay. booking procedure changes uh, for 2019, along with its release of the moonlight magic dates for 2019. Disney Vacation Club notes that there will be an and I'm using Tony and everybody else's air quotes here. Mm-hmm. Easier booking process for the event for Disney Vacation Club members. Right. So for everybody else, hang tight. We're coming. The basic process is still the same. Registrations will be accepted only via the web. No telephone calls or emails to member services. Registrations open to a predetermined date and time. Those with confirmed hotel reservations will be able to book sooner than members who are not staying on Disney grounds the night of the event. Hmm, That's going to start being a thing. However, a new process is designed to funnel demand to the website in a more orderly fashion. Here's how Disney describes it in four bullet points or less. When your booking window opens, visit the page of the event you'd like to attend, then select RSVP, and be sure to have your member number ready. Oh, yeah. You'll enter a virtual waiting room to secure your place in line so you won't have to refresh the page. When a spot opens up, 
uh, you'll uh, be taken to the registration form to sign up for a night of moonlight magic. So does that mean you have to sit in front of your computer? Yeah. So for a while, it it could be fifteen twenty minutes that you're in the queue, and then you have to hope that it's not gone by the time your number's up. In the past, a flood of interested members would hammer the registration site, slowing the process time to a crawl. Compounding the problem, many members would use multiple devices because mm-hmm. you're greedy mm-hmm. uh, to try and complete a single reservation. That's right. If this virtual waiting room works as intended, <clears throat> if it that's a big if should help limit traffic on the actual registration site, the site should then be more responsive, allowing individual signups to complete smoothly instead of hanging in limbo for minutes on end. DVC does not disclose its attendance limits for Moonlight Magic events, but when you have up to 36,000 eligible guests staying in villas, plus a park can reasonably accommodate fewer than 12,000 in a three-hour span, something has to give. And you're assuming that all 36,000 want to go to that event. Right. That's an assumption. Organizers must strike a delicate balance between preserving the quality of the event, low attendance, Mm -hmm. versus the pain of turning away members because they simply don't have capacity for everyone wishing to attend. I'm Mm -hmm. not sure that's happening. As a result, planning trips around Moonlight Magic events has proven troublesome. In a perfect world, new virtual queue uh, will make registration less painful, but it doesn't really change the odds of getting into any given event. Many interested members will invariably be turned away. Set your expectations accordingly. That's yeah. a phrase that I'm not sure I've ever read in the six, seven years we've been doing a Disney-themed podcast. Yeah. Set your expectations. The only time that's ever happened is come out of one of our mouths yeah. out of experience. <laughs> Disney is now using our phrase. Yeah. Disney. Lowered expectations. Um, yeah, I, I, I have mixed feelings about these things. They're very crowded, the ones I've been to. I don't feel like I'm getting anything out of them or getting on some attractions uh and even the lines for the free food were ridiculous last time i was waiting like 45 minutes for free cookies or something i have a suggestion yeah may i offer my suggestion sure Sure. here's my suggestion yeah for every night that they're doing a midnight madness Mm -hmm. event Mm -hmm. okay moonlight magic excuse me have a corresponding night that week Mm -hmm. for dvc members only Mm mm-hmm and on the week that on the night that they're doing the DVC members, mm-hmm. no non-DVC members can attend. Mm-hmm. And on the night that they're doing the non-DVC members, no DVC members can attend. Mm-hmm. That takes away all the stress because mm-hmm. not all thirty-six thousand people are going to want to go to that event. Right. But if you've only got spots for twelve thousand people, mm-hmm. you can accommodate. 12,000 Disney Vacation Club members. Right. And you could accommodate 12,000 non-DVC members, and everybody's happy. Right. Why is this so difficult? Because uh, they make it difficult. Crazy. You know. Listen, they're doing more of the uh, After Dark. 
uh, I think I'm going to attend those because I know those have a, a limit. Right. And it's way lower than the Moonlight Madness right. events. Right. You know. And you have to pay for it, which also then scares white people. Right. All right. Now, wait. Is a Moonlight Magic thing only for DVC people? Yeah. Oh, yeah. so duh. Why don't yeah. you say? Why don't you say, John? This is only for DVC members. But it's only for DVC members. John. Oh, because I was confused. I thought the Midnight Magic stuff was the after hours thing. No, no. This is it's just for DVC. This is members. their version for the members. Then, then the answer's still simple. Just yeah. do two a week. Yeah, yeah. And limit. I mean, I, I, you can't. I guess you can't limit. You, yes, you can. You, yes, you can. No. Yeah, you have to. To limit who's ever in your DVC for that trip, you can't say, well, if it's just me and then I can invite up to five people, well, that's when you get then then five extra people coming that shouldn't. I know that's bad, but that's the way it should be. If you're on the DVC reservation or who's ever on your DVC reservation, those are the only people that can attend and you can't bring anybody extra with you. And that would then keep the volume down somewhat. Sure. Yeah. So all the local DVC members That's would correct. not be able to take guests. Yeah. So you and, would and never maybe be there, able to take me. And maybe there should be two nights, one for the people actually staying that are DVC, and then another night for non-staying DVC members. No. I could be – I don't have a dog in that race. Yeah. But if they're worried about – the 12,000 spots mm. and they've got 36,000 guests mm-hmm. should do it twice. You have to choose one or the other. You can't do both. Right. Limit the amount of people they can take with you. Call it a day. It's not that difficult. Yeah. All right. Next up, uh, Tokyo uh, Disney is getting a pretty cool attraction. Beauty. They're getting a Beauty and the Beast attraction. <gasps> so, uh, Go Google Beauty and the Beast Tokyo Disneyland, and you have to see there's some video out of this attraction, uh, a preview of it, and it's pretty cool. Is it is it our old attraction? No. No. Is it cool? Yes. Yes. So sneak peek at the Beauty and the Beast attraction uh, planned as part of their big expansion was just released, and it's absolutely incredible. The ride uses trackless vehicles that look like the cups and saucers from Be Our Guest segment of the 1992 Disney anime feature feature sets and audio animatronic designs that look like they jumped off the screen into reality. The self-propelled spinning vehicle technology is naturally a spinning attraction, perfect for the teacups, and is best when it interacts with the real-world sets and figures, giving you a 360-degree perspective that you expect with motion. Mm. Not screens that don't move at all. Mm. Uh, We don't know where this project was developed uh, when the new Fantasyland was happening at the Magic Kingdom, but we didn't get one. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is what is missing uh, from that land, this great attraction. I agree. Yeah. Uh, the good news is there's still room for it at Disney World if willing. If they're willing to move some backstage infrastructure, which I've always said gets in the way, or build a second story on the backstage area, which could happen. Uh, 
I would happily sacrifice the small beast castle at the top of Be Our Guest for a larger force perspective uh, with uh, an attraction up there. And we don't know also if the uh, Oriental Land Company's got some kind of, you know, hold on this attraction that it can't be built. You know, it may be exclusive to Tokyo for God knows how long. Right. Until they can, you know, spread the wealth on this. So who knows? Because they're going to want to get their return on investment. Sure, of course. You know. Right. That's crazy. It's very cool. I mean, it, it moves through the scenes in a teacup and it can oh. spin around. I'd love to see that. Yeah. Cool. I'll look that up later on. Yeah. Uh, so, hey, guys, guess what? For the first time in forever, mm. two performances of the Festival of Fantasy Parade will be happening on December 15th. Ooh. Now, why December 15th? What's special about that day? I don't know. I don't know. Is that the day that all the passes go into blackout? Blackout? Maybe. December 15th looks to be a very, very busy day at the Magic Kingdom. Operating hours for that day are set from 8 a.m. until midnight. And hmm. Disney has taken the unusual step of adding a second performance of the Festival of Fantasy Parade. Hmm. The first parade steps off at 11 a.m. Okay. Followed by the usual 2 p.m. Okay. We haven't gone back to 3 p.m. Hmm. What time is the 3 o'clock parade? Yeah. 2 p.m. Right. Uh, double day parades typically only occur during Christmas week with the once upon a Christmas time parade taking place twice each day. So this is right. a very unique event. Yeah. yeah. We'll have to look at the calendar. I'm wondering why they're doing this. I would love to know, why, know what they're thinking. Yeah. I don't know what they're thinking. Who knows what they're thinking? I don't know. I haven't checked to see if the dragon is back and if he's I've heard got, it is. yeah, if he's got fire, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. That's the same. All right, let's hit some headline news. All right, first out of the box, Joey Fat One is added to the Candlelight Procession scheduled for December 24th to the 25th. Or Joey Fatone. Yeah, my wife hates it when I call him Fat One, but I'm like, yeah. that's what he calls himself. Yeah. He's lost a lot of weight. I'm like, that's not. That's what my mom calls him. That's not why we call Joey him Joey Fat, Fat One. one. Yeah. All right. So he's got the uh, Christmas duties. Good luck, Joey. Good for him. Good yeah. job, Joey. Uh, the Art of Mary Poppins Return exhibit is now open at the Disneyland Park. So, I understand <laughs> the studio is there. Yeah. Burbank is there. Yeah. I get it. But you couldn't send some stuff over here and put in our Disney Presents thing? Nope. Just saying. Nope. Right. Yep. Uh, Santuli Canteen updated their menu and raised the prices by a dollar on most items. And that's cheap for Disney, a dollar. Yeah, just a buck. Yeah. Well, they'll get it there. Yeah. They'll get it there. I mean, they won't even pay for the paper straws. Uh, oh, my God. Remind me to tell you the paper straw story. <laughs> Tickets for the New Year's Eve Edison uh, at Disney Springs are now on sale. I think you go to like Pantina Group forward slash Edison. Edison. Yeah. yeah and there's tickets. I think they're a little on the pricey side. They are, but these events are pretty cool. Yeah. I've seen, yeah, it's true. I've seen some pictures of the other ones. Uh, Play Disney Parks app updated with holiday season enhancements. Woo! Jingle bells. They got Christmas lists and they got other Christmas things in the app. So they don't seem 
to work much outside the park, so you have yeah. to kind of be in a park to get some of these things. I think that's the point. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. So go check it out. Right. That's it. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you guys taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to the Disney Parks Podcast. We also want to encourage you to please like and share our show. Uh, like us on Facebook. You can always find us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, at Disney Parks Podcast. On Twitter, at Disney Podcaster. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever podcast app you are using, please give us a review. Give us a rating. We appreciate that. And that helps us out more than you know. We also want to encourage you to visit us at DisneyParksPodcast.com. You can check out all our show archives and our blog posts. All that would be awesome. As well as visiting our shop, sign up for our newsletter, and a myriad of things that you can do over there. Like get a copy of Tony's book or my book for the holidays. They make great stocking stuffers. And uh, they're the perfect gift, the perfect add-on for your next visit to Walt Disney world other than that my friends if we don't see you online we will see you in in the the parks the disney parks podcast is not affiliated with the walt disney company all disney parks attractions lands shows event names etc are registered trademarks of the walt disney company like a boat of the blue fate steps in and sees you